XGLHD2 St. Pete. Live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. Welcome back to Drew Garabo Live. I'm John Senning. Well, I'm Corey Cardinal in the house, helping out. Singing the same old cowboy song That's been sung a hundred times before Ain't got nothing but my name And I'm the only man I know to blame John's Joints being brought to you by Medi Weight Loss, the medically supervised program that keeps you accountable and it keeps you losing weight. The journey to lose weight is not easy. Depending on how much weight you have to lose, there are definitely going to be ups and downs. And maybe there's a bad week. Maybe you fall off the wagon. And it is very, very nice, if not necessary, to have somebody there to pick you up and keep you motivated. And with Medi Weight Loss, you're not just going to have a person. You're going to have a team of medical professionals that you check in with that are there on those bad days to keep you motivated and to keep you losing weight. I say it time and time again, and it's truly uh, a fact from my perspective. When you are seeing yourself lose weight, when you know that if you stick to the plan and you will lose weight, nothing is more motivating. Okay, I stuck to the plan. This week I came in, I was four pounds down. The next week it's five pounds. When those LBs are shedding, it's very good motivation to stick to it, and they want to make sure that bone listeners have a free assessment. Go to startmedi.com slash 1025. It's startmedi.com slash 1025. You can even give them a call. 877-MED-LOSS. Let them know that you heard John Senning talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. What's the uh, what's the cardinal uh, family traditions when it comes to Easter? I've been having this this I, I don't know what I would call it, but just something about the Easter weekend just made me realize Easter feels like the holiday with the least tradition. Now I know that people yeah. hide hide Easter eggs and stuff, but it just feels that you don't have the traditions that come with almost every other holiday as you do Easter. What you you color some eggs, you uh you you hide them, you maybe eat a ham. Uh, do you have something that you've done since you were a kid and that you do with your family? What you just described, the painting the eggs, the hiding them, the ham, all that stuff. I did all of that when I was a child. Now as an adult and I have kid, no. Like well, Oh you're do- not you're not painting eggs? We don't paint the eggs. What? We we stopped the the Easter egg hiding stuff like so my I have currently I have one kid who's in that age group okay I the th- my thirteen year old he's in that age group my brother has four kids so he does all the Easter stuff and we just kind of go hey what are you doing this this year okay we're we're gonna stop oh, by that's the way and we do have it. him do it oh. and then so this year though they were going to um I, islands of yeah, yeah islands of adventure yeah. and we just said screw it. we went to the beach so. yeah yeah that yeah that uh i mean i i, I had a great weekend yeah. I, I spent time with my family we uh you know we played some football in the yard we ate a, 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 a i have to say uh it was one of the best hams i ever had i don't know the secret that my dad uh used but it was a delicious ham and uh we we have um we have very specific 
holiday appetizers. Every major holiday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, Easter, this is the this is the spread at the sending uh, at the sending compound. Mm. It's ham roll ups. Are you familiar with those? I am. So it's it's got the ham for those out there, and, and some people it's maybe a Midwestern thing, but some people use pickles, uh, or you can use green onions. So it's ham. And then cream cheese, yeah. and then a green onion or a pickle, and you roll it up, and then you you put it into little slices. Delightful. Call them pinwheels. Oh, is that what is that yeah. what uh, you call them? Pinwheels. I think. Uh, and then uh, we have a spinach dip, uh, which is uh, served in or next to you know. Sometimes you cut out the middle of a whole, one of those big ass Hawaiian yeah. bread things. Oh man! And uh, and then you dip the pieces in it. That is another every holiday. This is the spread. Sounds like I need to get an invite. To yeah, one of these and, holidays. And then uh, the other, and, and they're very random because the next one. Uh, Peel and eat shrimp, uh, shrimp, and and they're not even peel and eats. The way my dad makes them is he does them like hot. Right. So they'd be like sautéed up with uh, you know hot sauce and butter and garlic, and then you dip them in the horseradish and, and all of that. And um, the the last thing, which any opportunity I get to just trash a deviled egg, oh. I will take. I something about Easter, and maybe it's the egg element, seems like the most deviled egg friendly holiday. It would, yeah, yeah. And I, man, I I don't know if this is real or not, but we used to play, and this is something we haven't done in forever. It seemed like back in the day when I was little, and we'd be at my grandpa's, we would play a game where you each have an Easter egg, and then you 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 crack them. You have an egg, and okay. I have an egg, and then we each take them and we bang them together, and whoever's egg cracks. I think has to eat the egg, maybe like a hard boiled, like a hard yeah, well, boiled. At that egg point, or... it's just a hard boiled egg. Yeah, but I that's just, not bad. It grow. Oh, you, so so you're one of those. You're one of those. I'll people. eat it. Oh my god. Egg. Yeah. So so I won't. I won't create the. I won't go and make the hard boiled eggs just so I can. Oh, I'm gonna eat a hard boiled egg. Like, but if it's there, if they, if they happen to be in my fridge, I will eat one if they are fresh. It, I will not. My wife, I don't know how she does it. She'll go to the store and buy like a bag. Oh god, like, like a six pack or an oh, eight pack gosh. of just uh, just hard boiled eggs, and she'll take that for lunch. I and I, I get, no, get out of here. No, I love it. Here's the thing: I love eggs. I eat eggs almost every day for breakfast. I love. I can do them sunny side up, over medium, scrambled, any way in between. I like the egg bites uh-huh. from uh, Starbucks or Dunkin' or wherever the hell. But something about the deviled egg and the hard boiled egg specifically. I just cannot uh I cannot wrap my head around it and I also can't wrap my head around how other people find them delicious. Yesterday or whatever day it was, Easter, there used to be a thing where I would agree to trying it every holiday. Okay. Over the past 5 years, I said screw that. They're disgusting. They can almost make me vomit. But yesterday, I had these really good uh, – shout out to Patty's Peppers. If you've never had Patty's Peppers, it's a local company. They're a Hungarian-style hot uh, pickled pepper, mm-hmm. and uh, they sell them at Rolling Oats and, and other places. They're delicious. So I had these Patty's Peppers, and I was thinking, well, what if I threw a couple Patty's Peppers on top of a, a, a deviled egg? Maybe that would, would help me. So I did that, and, I mean, it was – I didn't gag. I didn't throw up, but I tried one, and I, all I could think was, who in the hell is eating a deviled egg? I love me a deviled egg. I know egg. you do. Oh, and man. I know so many people do. And it's just, I've requested deviled eggs on a non-holiday. Yeah, that's just not right. I remember there was a, uh, I don't know if they ended up succeeding or if they're still around, but I remember uh, there was a a deviled egg food truck that popped up in the Tampa St. Pete area. What? And that was all but, over the place. But like, what are you going to do? Yeah. It was it was it was out of hand. Is it just deviled eggs? It was just deviled like, eggs. And you they can't had, add a deviled egg well, to a sandwich. Well, they had... I don't even remember, but it was like Asian deviled egg, avocado, Mexican. Now, I will tell you this, and this is not to speak ill of my mother's or my wife's deviled eggs, but um, 
down at Noble Crust uh, a while ago, um, I had tried the deviled eggs that they have there. Okay. And, and I don't want to say that they're elevated, but they come with fresh mustard seed on top. And I know you're not a mustard guy, right. uh, but there's mustard in deviled eggs, so yeah. you got to get through it. Uh, there's fresh mustard seed on it and also some bacon. Okay. So there, something about the tanginess of the mustard with the bacon, it was enough to do away uh, of the butt flavor and the raw sewage smell uh, that comes from a deviled egg. Because two things in this world, I can't say it enough, hard-boiled eggs and canned tuna. I will eat almost any other damn thing on the face of the earth except canned tuna and deviled eggs. I'm pretty sure we're having tuna casserole for dinner tonight. Have we had this conversation? I, I, yes. Yeah. I, okay. I, I was here briefly for for that conversation. Now that is the that is the cross section of of just I can't I I mean that it almost feels like it's fake. That it, is my it, proud meal. That is the one meal that I cook. Like that is my I I called my mom up and I'm like, how do I make this meal? Once again, I I told you before. I thought it was a family meal passed down from from generation to generation. Come to find out, it's it's literally on the side of a box. I mean, I will. I could just never, and I'll say it a million times, and I'm sorry for the tuna casserole lovers out there. Why doesn't, why doesn't the idea of taking a fish that has lived in a can, mixing it with noodles and cream and cheese, why isn't that sound as disgusting as it is? Like, why don't people hear that and go, oh my God, you're mixing the canned fish with cream and cheese and noodles and putting it in the oven? What's wrong with you? But the masses, a lot of people out there like you, like Drew, like my wife, you eat it and you love it. Separately, I will not just open up a thing of tuna and just. Uh, you're not it. getting, you're not, you're not like getting, gaining points or anything. No, no, no. Like, it's disgusting. Ooh, ooh, this looks interesting. Oh. Fried deviled egg. It's 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 as if the uh, the filling part is separate, but then they take the egg part and they fr- they oh. they do that and then fry it and then you squirt the filling in it. Ooh, I think that, I, can get I think on. that could be enough to uh, that could be enough to intrigue me. Uh, people have either very offended or very intrigued. I uh, will take a couple before I hop into some joints. Uh, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. What's up? I don't, but hey, John, uh, I I never ate an egg when I was a kid, and my father said to me when I was like 10 years old, when you go in the army, you'll eat an egg. And I go, what do you mean I'm going in the army? But I didn't eat an egg when I it was in the army for two years in Vietnam. I came home. First thing I told him is I didn't eat an egg. Anyway, I want to say something about Easter being a holiday. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I had a job where every, we had, we got every holiday that was ever created. I think we're going to even get Juneteenth, whatever it is. And, but we never got a paid day off for Easter, so it's not a holiday. It's a holy day. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, and maybe that – I was having this uh, debate with my – are you still there? Okay. I guess you're out of here, you prick. Um, you know, but but I was having that debate with my wife because she said maybe it's just so religious, which yeah. I guess it is, but it's now been turned into – and I know there are reasons, and don't feel like you need to call and tell me, but now it is just – I don't think that every kid who's out there meeting the Easter bunny and gathering eggs knows that it was the day that Jesus came back from the dead or whatever. Right. So I do get that. But but could you not say almost the damn same thing about Christmas, that it is a it is a holy day of sorts? It is a holy day, but we don't start building up Christmas months like Lent. That's leading up to the Easter celebration so and the Passover a, celebration. It, this is probably the holy of all holy yeah, days. Yeah, I guess you're right. And maybe, you know, I didn't grow up, like, deeply religious. Like, we didn't get together on that day and have deep discussions about, you know, 
JC and how he came back and all of that. But uh, so maybe it was just the way that I was that I, way that I was brought up, and um, I guess that's why. It, but but I guess that you do start building up to Christmas, but that's just for commercial reasons. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not like we're not we're not going out to to service and we're planning ahead. Yeah, service. like that's it's just one day. You just prepare for that one big ass day when when this they have, they have midnight mass. Yeah, which by the way is a great show on Netflix. Midnight mass. Midnight mass. Is it? it oh, it's a really it's a it's it's. Fully based on religion and, and the Easter holiday and all that stuff, but one of the like the the, the main guy he disappeared like it's I it, like disappearing people. It's it also has vampires. I love vampires. Well, no, is, I don't know if I like vampires. You may be losing me. Dude. No, 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 no. It is. I'm telling you, it is a great show. Okay, it's it's only one series. I think it's maybe six episodes. All right. Well, I got six seasons of the Shield to get through before I can uh, do anything else. So Put it in queue after that, I'll let I'll let you know. Uh, man, this is interesting. The way this all went down after a federal judge struck down a nationwide mask requirement for airplanes, trains, buses, and other public transportation on Monday. The country's largest airline said they would stop requiring masks on flights, ending a practice that most carriers followed for nearly two years. The airlines acted after a Biden administration official said the Transportation Secretary administration would no longer enforce the mask requirement, while the White House reviewed the judge's decision and determined whether to appeal. Appeal. Um, here's just a couple of uh, some of the biggest airlines and, and what they're saying. American Airlines said in a statement, customers, employees could wear masks at their own discretion, but would no longer be required to do so on flights within the United States. Going on to say we're deeply grateful to the team members uh, for their enforcement of this mandate. I don't know if anybody had it rougher. Now, in the early days of the pandemic, obviously every corner store and everywhere in between had their issues with having to enforce masks but as far as a daily thing i'm going to my job and i know today i'm going to be faced with a dickhead who doesn't want to wear his mask and that comes from somebody who doesn't want to wear a mask ever like i just i don't want to right wrong indifferent it never felt right to me uh if i was forced to i would but i it just I wasn't one of these people excited about or looking for a reason to wear a mask. That being said, I'm not going to not wear one on a mask and then get into a fight or be a dick with somebody who's just trying to do the basic, you know, you know, the very basic form of their job. Uh, Southwest said um, that uh, employees and customers would be free to make the best decision to support their personal well-being. Uh, Delta also said they'll stop requiring masks. Uh, United uh, said it would stop requiring masks on domestic flights, but you'd still be uh, required to wear them on flights to countries with mask mandates. Alaska Airlines also said it welcomed the opportunity to see those smiling faces. Uh, Spirit, it'll be optional. So everybody is falling in line with it. One of the craziest things, and I know everybody has their own beliefs, but now that we have come to the point, because this to me was the last domino to fall, was yeah. was the airlines and the Uber is now is, is, is in on uh, walking back the mandates and stuff. The think that you, as an adult, can get on a plane packed full of people and fly across the country without a mask, but there are still children in this country who have to wear masks in school. Yeah. I, I was never, I love to talk about conspiracy theories. I love to, you know, let my mind wander and think crazy. You can't explain a good reason to me why there are schools with young ass kids walking around with masks on. It does not make any sense. You cram a bunch of people in a tube and have them all breathing their own air, like everybody air. 
the, the, it doesn't make any sense. The one thing, uh, you know, that I thought everybody was somewhat on the same page with is that children were at the least risk for serious infection yeah. or fatality uh, of, you know, when it comes to COVID. So I know it's pretty isolated now, but I would say any singular school that is in the United States of America that is forcing young children uh, to to wear masks, some even outside at recess and on field trips to the park, I would say those parents, administrators, and anybody connected to it needs to take a peek in the window or the mirror and say, what the hell is our goal here and yeah. what are we really doing? Because I don't know there's tons of science that says you're saving a kid's life or something like that. No, I... It's it's a it's it's a crazy thing, but I'm uh, I'm going up to or over across to Denver in July, and I was really hoping uh, that this would be cleared up by then because it is you know not that you can relax too much on an airplane anyways, right. depending on your mind frame, but they're just being on a plane, especially on an extended two three hour flight with a mask on. Um, Can't do not, it. Not the funnest thing ever. So I would go hide in the bathroom and just rip the mask off. Yeah, well, and just well sit there. you know, I, I what I always try is the. Um, is the just I'm just drinking my drink. So it's just I figure if I if I pace it out just right, right and I eat a couple nuts, you know, every thirty seconds or take a drink, you know, once every minute, right. then technically I'm I'm drinking my drink and eating my food. So there's that drink, I, yeah. I can't yeah. be uh you know I can't I can't be touched then, but luckily I won't have to fight it. Man, this story out of New York is one of we the news is terrifying every day. The things that you see in the news, it's hard to wrap your head around. It, the, the news just in general looks more like a horror story than ever before. And I don't know if that's just because uh, you know the blood and guts gets clicks, but considering there are images involved here that you can look at, considering there is a very questionable, ominous backstory, considering there are now text messages threatening um the entire family of this woman uh it's just it feels like a scary scary movie and i'll try and kind of break it down for you if you're not familiar with it and it goes back a little bit uh there was a forest hills mom and i believe that's up in new york state um her body was found and this is this is graphic so if you got small kids in the car or you you just don't like hearing this this nasty stuff at least i warned you uh this woman was found stuffed in a duffel bag and here's where, here's where it starts getting weird. It's weird all over the place, but it goes back to being weird. She had once been reported missing by her husband after she went for a midnight stroll and didn't come home. That's coming from police sources yesterday. Orsola Gall, her, her husband, Howard Klein, called 911 around 721 a.m. May 29th, 2020. Now, this could all just be a coincidence. But anytime you got multiple weird things happening to a woman who ended up in a, in a duffel bag... I think it's worth talking about it. So on 721 a.m., May 29, 2020, her husband calls 911 to report his wife missing, telling cops she went uh, for a walk around 1230 a.m., which that is odd. I know women walk at night, but if you're just leaving the house in the middle of the night to go for a walk, I find that odd. Yeah. And, I, you know, I can say that. Um, so he tells the emergency operator his wife uh, wasn't in their house in Queens when he woke up uh, that morning. Then he called back about 30 minutes later to say she had been found. Could very well That's so bizarre. just be bizarre. But that bizarre incident uh, only added to the continu- uh, continuing mystery uh, shrouding this woman's murder Saturday morning, uh, now more than 48 hours into the investigation. Cops have yet to name a suspect or even a pers- person of interest in this gruesome, gruesome story. Uh, so here's, here's let me give you the backstory. 
do a little true crime breakdown here. Uh, the doting mother of two sons, aged thir- uh, 13 and 17, uh, spent time in her backyard Friday afternoon before heading out with friends that evening for a night out in Manhattan. That coming from police sources. A neighbor speaking out saying that she saw Gall in the yard uh, described her sons um, and the whole family as a, as a normal family. On Friday and Saturday, uh, the husband and the couple's elder son were away in Oregon on a college tour. Uh, the pair's 13-year-old son was home with his mother in Queens, and cops believe he remained uh, in the home Friday into Saturday without leaving. So the woman returned home sometime after midnight on Friday into Saturday, and they don't know much, but her killer came into the home soon after she was stabbed over 60 times across her entire body. And that is when this psychopath uh, put her in a black Bauer hockey duffel bag that was used by one of the kids. And then the guy just walks out of the house and walks down the sidewalk with this with this bag, with the woman inside of it. And, and that's all been caught on ring doorbells all up and down the street. Uh, law enforcement sources suspect the killer knew the woman as there were no signs of break-in. And considering the violent nature of the crime, after uh, doing all of that, uh, the suspect dragged it from the side door of the family's home and through the neighborhood, leaving a trail of blood down the sidewalk. Video surveillance from uh, many houses caught a shadowy figure rolling the duffel bag down a sidewalk. Here's one of the uh, the, the last... Um, just troubling details. Supposedly, the husband got a text message that said, your whole family is next. Uh, when the police arrived at Gall's house, uh, they found a 13-year-old at the, top of the, at the top of the stairs. He told the cops he lived at the location but didn't know where his mom was. He was taken into custody and brought to a pre- uh, precinct for questioning before he was released later in the day. I know that it sounds like somebody she knew and and having listened to a lot of true crime stuff, I know that just the violent nature of it, but something about the brazen ability to walk down the sidewalk just feels more random. I don't know. Maybe it was, could have been a passion, a a crime of passion, uh, but something about him walking down the sidewalk and the, just the bizarre nature of it makes it feel like it could just be uh, some sort of random serial killer. Did you see the other text message that the husband got? No. What was it? It says, uh, your wife sent me to jail years ago. I'm back. And then also it came with a warning not to contact the police. This feels like a movie, right? I I mean, it's not a movie, but it surely feels like a movie. That, Dude, that is just, I mean, it's... The, I was just watching the videos of just, the dude just strolling like like nothing. Like he just got off a yeah. plane and he just dip, 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 dip. Suburbia, just, just, just nice neighborhood as can be. And there is a man just walking down the sidewalk, dude. It is, the evil that people are capable of is just terrifying. And, and I mean, whether for, some people have rhyme or reason, at least in their own mind. And uh, others are just... Uh, you know, unhinged psychopaths, but man, the, um, the, the, one of the podcasts I listened to, uh, sword and scale, you know, their, their catch line is the show that, that, that teaches you the worst monsters are real. And that's, mm. uh, when you hear stories like this, it's just, it hits. So man, I thought the story I did yesterday about the, 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 the people caught on the, the doorbell carrying the dead body out of the Polk County home was bad, but this one, and how do good you, God, I mean, man. that's gotta be you, you, do you think you're born with that? Do you think you're born yeah, with that gene absolutely. that allows you to be able to do things like that? I know that you can face trauma and be turned into a different person, but when things that sound that are so unfathomable to the common person, when people are capable of that, 
it just you just have to wonder how you know and and and, and how they can uh, not only how do they do it but how do some of these people think they're going to get away with it because this guy I'd have to imagine being on film uh, leaving a lot of things along right. the path it will be a matter of time uh, before before they catch this guy that's the thing is like. Everywhere is on. You're going to get caught on camera no matter where you go. And the guy just no care at all, man. Oof. Uh, It's not every day you hear about a cockfighting ring bust, but we got one for you today. Two Collier County men were accused of cockfighting in DeSoto County after deputies said they were originally called to a potential hit and run on Sunday. The DeSoto County Sheriff's Office said Walter Hernandez Jimenez and Jose Alfredo Gabriel Sanchez were arrested and charged with trespassing on property uh, other than a structure or conveyance and fighting or baiting animals. Uh, deputies said Jimenez and Sanchez traveled to DeSoto from Immokalee. According to NBC2, deputies responded to a possible hit and run, which turned out to be a fight between the two. As they continue to investigate, they said they uncovered a cockfighting ring. Uh, deputies found several dead birds. Eight roosters were still alive and taken to DeSoto County Animal Services. Uh, the news station also reported uh, in similar past investigations, animals were held and examined by a vet as evidence during the investigation. Is there really so much? Is there so much adrenaline and fun that comes from having real animals fight that you can't just find somewhere else? Like betting on a sport, right? Or uh, you know, playing a video game or something. I, I, I know that there's probably another level of, and I don't know if this is. I mean, cockfighting's huge in Mexico, right? Right. So is it? I mean, I don't want to. I'm not trying to defend these guys, but at some point, is it? Is it almost cultural? Like, is it? Is it so? Uh, part of of normal life in certain parts of certain countries that you come over to America and you're like what do you mean it's what do you mean it's a problem i've been this is the this is the worn out this is the way i was raised that might be it but i mean you can find anything online and bet on it that way like i i can watch camel races right now like i don't understand why i can't just pull up cockfighting and just bet on it that way rather than going to my backyard well, well i think i think the per, the the perfect scenario Corey, would be that chickens don't have to kill each other for human entertainment like what? Uh, okay. I, I don't think it should be betted. Me personally, um, bet upon. Now, and I'll tell you this: um, seagull fighting. <laughs> that's something that I think we could get the public behind because chickens. You know, they're they, they're smart. I think there's something kind of lovable about them. Right. Not many people love seagulls, dude. I don't know that. I don't know one person who likes. Yeah. A seagull. So I mean, I don't. Um. You know. I, All right. Let's let's switch it up, man. Mexico can have their cockfights. <laughs> We'll have seagull fights. Dude, I can see that taking off in Florida, too. Yeah. I, I really, I can go catch one right I now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're just not easy to wrangle. Yeah. Maybe a seagull is not as uh, trainable because uh, a seagull will probably just leave Ugh. or just flop over. Yeah, true. I mean, I don't know. Something about the chicken, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're made for this. You definitely have to have, to have the seagulls fight in a dome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Who's this? Hey, Mike. Hey. I, I just wonder, how can those people... Do all that stuff and walk around with us. That's what's scary. It is, you know, and I, and I used to think that I was, um, and I still do think. I wouldn't say that I'm paranoid, but I'm I'm super hyper aware of my surroundings, and you know, it can come off as paranoid sometimes. And me having a uh, what was it, a violent imagination. But I mean, when you can see on any given day 15 terrifying stories just from the Tampa Bay area, I don't really think that you're being paranoid. I mean, your chances of being truly involved in one of these brutal, horrendous, violent crimes is probably still low. But I also don't think being aware that those people are out and about amongst us, I don't think that's wrong at all, you know? No, and and, and, and they're walking around like nothing's going on. Or the, the, the guy that just killed his wife and he's like, 
I didn't do anything. He's talking on, you know, on film going, yeah. I didn't do a dang thing. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, hey, a side note, if you just had to guess, like if you're just, and try not to, you know, be too offensive with your answer. If you had to guess right. which country um, as a whole has the large penis size, what would you say that it is in your, in your personal opinion? <laughs> That's an interesting question. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't answer it because I'll be bad, John. And I, I, that, I it was a loaded question. It was. It was. It was a loaded question. Let me see if I can find somebody. Uh, oh, that's not the one. Um, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Who's this? My name's Jason. Hey, Jason. How you doing? Before we get to whatever you wanted to get to, uh, what country do you believe has the largest penis size as a whole? I'm going to defer because I heard that this morning, and I don't want to. Okay. Okay. Fair away, enough. So. Yeah, you're, you're a good man. What's on your mind? So um, I'm a paranoid SOB, and I have cameras. I ring doorbell. I can't imagine. I check my camera every time it goes off, especially if it's the front door. How does something like that happen where someone's dragging a giant hockey bag down the street and it not get reported before now? Yeah, well, I mean, it all. I mean, it happened over the weekend. So, I mean, we're still within four days of it. But I, I also don't know if, I mean, I don't know if I'm, if I'm at, out and about, or even if I'm in my home and my door, you know, my ring doorbell goes off and I see a guy walking down right. the sidewalk with a bag, you and I might go, what's in the bag? But I don't know that that's enough to raise well, an alarm to go, I got to call the cops. And wasn't it at like one o'clock? Well, in the morning? I mean, yeah. You said it was like stained. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was the a blood trail. Right? There was so, a blood trail supposedly. Yeah. I, at one o'clock, if my camera goes off and it's my front door camera, I'm going to get up and check yeah. it because I'm paranoid. Yeah. I, I want to protect my wife and kid. Yeah. So I got to say, okay, there's a red stain on my on my sidewalk. Somebody needs to say something. Yeah, I, and I definitely uh, I get that, and I think I'm probably I'm. I don't like using the terms nosy and and Karen like right. uh, tendencies, but I I'm just. I'm always watching, and yeah. I know that it's, it, it's I'm just very aware of my surroundings, and if something is going on, we live in an apartment complex, I mean, it's pretty nice, but, you know, I just feel like you should be aware, and, it's, and maybe it's to a fault at times, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being, uh, you know, hypersensitive, and, and, and probably, is if I... If something goes off in my front door in the middle of the night, it, I would probably take a peek and see the trail of blood walking down my sidewalk. I spend a lot of my times just pe- peeking yeah. through the blinds. Yeah. I pull the Wilson from, yeah, from Home Improvement, so and I. I just have my eyes above the fence. So do I. So do I. I'm I mean, always peeking. I mean, and, and, and maybe it's just out of being nosy, and maybe it's uh, out of care for our uh, for our family. Uh, welcome to Drew Garab Alive. Who's this? Hey, this is Joey. Joey, what's up? Not much. Hey, I just had a suggestion maybe of reinventing cockfighting, um, which would involve people. You get two guys with their members going, okay. and then they uh, swing it at each other and beat the other one limp. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, I love animals, so yeah. anything that is, uh, you know, pro-penis, less animal violence, I think you're going to have a pretty easy sell for me. So why don't you, uh, why don't you get a small tournament going? Uh, give me the details on when and where it's going to be. Uh, I'll even participate yeah. if, uh, if you've got an empty uh, bracket, and uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see how it takes off. Yeah, sounds good. We'll set up teams. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you got to practice during the commercials. Well, you've got to dress it, too. That's the thing is you can't – you have to have a theme to your 
ween. Yeah. Uh, that's the that's that's the only uh, that's the only rule. Okay. Very late still. That's the theme. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue the joints. More to get to. I will uh, give the details on uh, what exactly is happening and the details that are coming out about the uh, the accident at the ride in Orlando, um, as well as a, a local story that is really catching wind uh, of a manager from a Dollar General. She thought she- for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.